0: share the love of God and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. Hey there and welcome to the podcast show of Christian Women in Business. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show on today's show, uh, we've got a guest all the way from America, North Carolina, I think. Is that right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <that happened> right. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Molly Stillman from Still Be Molly. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. So we have contacted you to come on our show because we love what you're doing uh, with your blog and what you're all about. So I'll let you... Kind of share your story and how you got started and where you are now, uh, but it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show and it's a pleasure to see someone who's kind of being in a main industry but kind of having their own. I don't know if "twist" the right word, but own advocacy, I think, yeah. is a good yeah. word um, in what you're doing. So, can you please take us uh, through your story?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, again, thank you for having me. First of all, I am honored to be here and I was just so excited to, uh, when you asked and I was glad that we were able to make the time differences work out and I'm so grateful for technology that we're able to connect, you know, halfway across the world and talk about <laughs> Jesus and business. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so my name is Molly and I am a blogger at Still Being Molly and I'm the host of the Business with Purpose podcast and I have been blogging since 2007, um, kind of in its current form. I had a live journal before that, which is like a really old school kind of online <laughs> journal, um, which I very, I, I shut down not too long after college because the content was pretty embarrassing um, when I really look back on it. But,
0: um, <laughs> hey, we all got
1: to start somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, we all have to start somewhere. And even now I look back at some of my early content and I'm like, why? Why did I think that was a good idea to put on the internet? <laughs> I don't know now. So I mean, to make a very long story short, and as far as how I got to where I I am today with what I do for a living, when I first graduated college, I was actually working. um, I first worked in politics. I worked for the governor of Virginia when I first graduated. And so working in politics is not a very creative job. Um, And I went from politics to teaching high school English. And During that time, I just really needed an outlet to create and write. Um, I was a creative writing major in college. Um, That was my concentration in the English department. And I just have always processed life and processed um, joy and tragedy and all those things through the written word. And so I, I started this blog really as a I mean I I don't I think I originally wanted it to be kind of like The Onion um if anybody is familiar with The Onion it's kind of like a satirical news website so they they write literal fake news um and um and I tried to be The Onion and that didn't work but soon I just I started to just kind of write about my life and everything that was going on and to keep up with you know my dad and um my sister and I remember in 2010 as life really began to change for me and i really hit a very dark place in my life i was just sharing everything that i was going through and um, i was in a lot of financial debt i was working a million different jobs trying to make ends meet i'd moved to north carolina from virginia i'm um, here in the united states and I was in a a bad relationship. Um, I didn't know a lot of people where I lived. I was just, I was in a pretty sad, sad place, but I was, I was processing a lot of that through my blog. And pretty soon I noticed that people were reading it that weren't my dad and my sister. And I was getting emails from complete strangers talking about how they connected with um, this particular post or how this particular post really resonated with them or whatever it was. And I realized that I, I, I had a gift of connecting with people and just sharing my experiences through writing and fast forward even more years. Um, I got married and started to have children. And, um, I really, in 2012 is when I really began to realize that this could potentially be something I could do for a living. Um, my traffic was getting to the point where I was, you know, I was Learning that I could how to you know, monetize my blog, how to make an income from it, and here we are now in two thousand and eighteen, and this is my full time job um, and I launched my podcast in two thousand and sixteen. I'm coming up on two years with that, and you know over time, my blog has really evolved as my life has evolved and it's much more, it's very different than it was when it started. And now it's a, what I I like to say is sort of a ethical and conscious lifestyle blog. But in a lot of ways, I don't even feel like that properly categorizes it. I have a very heavy focus on um, talking about ethical, fashion, fair trade goods. And um, I use the term purchasing with purpose a lot. And I talk about the importance of how we spend our money and the way we spend our money and spending it wisely, being good stewards of the things that God has given us. And um, I use that to also educate people on, um, ha- you know, ending human trafficking. That's an issue I'm really passionate about and how all of that sort of connects to being a Christ follower and how I raise my kids and um, how my husband and I are in our marriage and all those kinds of things. Um, a lot of times I remember for a couple years, I I questioned like why did God give me these different passions and how do they all connect? And, you know, how can somebody be passionate about ending human trafficking and also be passionate about, or really enjoy talking about fashion and beauty. And I realized that there actually is way more of a connection than people realize and, um, how I can, you know, really show people that, um, you're beautiful just the way that God made you, but Jesus didn't create us to live mediocre lives. And, um, he, he created us to live full lives and use, use the creativity that's been given to us and use our gifts, um, to serve others. And so, yeah, so that's, that's where I am today. And, um, I love, love, love connecting with people. Um, I've built a, just such an incredible community of people over the years and, um, you know, I, I didn't grow up a Christian. Um, I didn't become a Christian till later in, in life. And um, a lot of that process happened for me also, <laughs> you know, I shared a lot of that on my blog and kind of how God transformed my life and, um, and here we are. And so my, my goal at the end of the day is um, I love to connect with women and to let women know that they were created with a purpose for a purpose and that, um that, you know, their, their goal in life should be to serve others and to glorify Jesus and, and to live for him. So that's, that's what I love to talk about. And I could talk about it all day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So just for the, um, the listeners today who are thinking about maybe setting up a blog, um, and maybe then trying to monetize it. Um, what are some of your top five tips on your craft to someone who's thinking about starting um, a similar thing to what you're doing, maybe in a different niche, but you know, as a, what was your five tips to be to your younger self, I guess?
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh, condensing it into five. Okay. So I think the first thing I would say is one, don't get into this in the hopes of making money. (laughs) And I maybe, I realize that maybe that sounds a little bit backwards, but I have found over the past eleven years that people who get into this trying to make money off the bat right away burn out very quickly because it is extremely it's it's a job. You know, people don't realize how much work it takes. Don't get me wrong. I love it and I would not trade it for the world and I am so thankful that this is what I get to do every single day. But on the days when it gets hard and I am tired and I am running out of content ideas or I get rejected or an internet troll leaves a really mean comment, you know, <laughs> like that. On the days when it gets hard, I have to really reconnect with my why and my foundation and my purpose of why I do this for a living and why I love it so much. Um, But if you don't have that, if you kind of go into it with the motivation of making money rather than creating content that you love or um, being creative, and it doesn't have to be, you know, lifestyle, it it doesn't even have to be fashion or beauty, it could be, you know, cooking or baking or uh, DIY projects or home decor, you know, it could be anything whatever you love to create, whatever you love to write about, um, you have to have that foundational why in order to get over those, those hurdles. Cause they will come. <laughs> they, it's not, it's not a, like, if they will come, it's a, when they will come <laughs> kind of situation. Um, and to, to get over those hurdles and, and get past that, you have to have that, that underlying deeper purpose. And I think that yeah. that is really kind of a lesson that, Translates to any business, mm. you know, pretty much any business, especially, I mean, entrepreneurship is hard. So when you go into a business for yourself, you have to love it. <laughs> Otherwise, when the days get hard, it's gonna
0: be real easy to call it quits. Yeah, that's right. And like yeah. balancing that with keeping your eyes on Jesus as well. Like, oh, absolutely. Think, like, <laughs> okay, Jesus, you've given me this to do, <laughs> right? Right. You're giving me the passion. So on this really hard day today, I give it to you.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, my husband, my husband's a financial advisor, um, and he loves Jesus and there, and, and he creates spreadsheets (laughs) in the name of Jesus, but there are days certainly when it gets hard, but you know, at the end of the day, he, he loves what he does. Um, yeah. Wow. What an
0: accountability partner to have. (laughs)
1: Yeah. 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 And I am, I do not love spreadsheets. So (laughs) we, we balance each other out. Here's the bookkeeping. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Show me it if it comes good. Like, right, right, exactly, exactly.
0: Good, so my husband's not angry with me. No. <laughs> <I know.
1: laughs> um, and then the second tip I would create, I would talk about is um, focusing first on. Um, creating really high quality content. Um, so I am much more of an advocate of quality over quantity. Don't feel like you have to create something every single day just for the sake of creating something. Um, focus on really doing your best in everything that you do. Um, and before you launch, so if it's a blog or something like that that you want to launch, um, really come up with a solid list. And I I like to, to go high. So I say come up with 100, 100 ideas for content. And it doesn't, this is not like, you know, super fleshed out ideas. They can be kind of one word ideas or maybe a post series. So say, for example, say you are a, um, a DIY blogger, you could do everything from, you could create an entire series on like DIY, you know, projects on a budget and then within that series, you can create, you know, 20 to 30 different posts that sort of fall under that category. Um, you know, but you you kind of just kind of spitfire them off and focus on generating content ideas that then you can go back to later on those days when maybe you have a you know, a, a brain block and you can't think of anything, or you're feeling kind of uninspired or you need new content ideas, you can kind of reference that list um, and just really create beautiful quality content. Um, that is really important. The third tip, I would say, is hire where it hurts. And I think this is another thing that really um, is applicable in any business, is what are the things that you are good at? And what are the things that you are not good at? And how can you hire somebody to help you be more successful? Um, And sometimes, especially in the beginning, you know, when you're just getting started, that can be hard to invest that money. But this is a lesson I learned the hard way a long time ago. For example, I love to create content, but I, a website coder and graphic designer, I am not. And in my early days, I tried to do it all myself. And the amount of YouTube tutorials I watched on how to code WordPress sites or how to install WordPress themes and the amount of Photoshop tutorials I watched, um, were just I hours. Oh yes. Yes. Hours of time I spent and it still wasn't that good. So, um, <laughs> it wasn't until I finally was like, you know what, this is not my strength. I need to hire somebody else to do that. Um, so things like that, uh, like we were mentioning earlier, bookkeeping. Like the bookkeeping side of my business is not my strength, so I have a bookkeeper who helps me with that stuff. Um, you know, so finding those pieces. Like if you are not a photographer, hire a photographer to help you take some images or purchase them from a, a site like Creative Market or or Shutterstock or something like that, like a stock photo website, like. Focusing on where are the areas that you need help and being okay with asking for help. Do what you do best and pay someone else to do what they do best. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. Actually,
0: we've just, or well, I personally have just started um, a new business called the Automation Girl. Um, yeah. And this podcast will have been launched like a couple of weeks after we did this. But I just keep getting people coming to me saying, SJ, how do you do that? How do you automate that? How do you systemize that? Like you're building Christian women in business and you're a fairly busy lady. Like, how do you do all that? And I share a little bit about how I do things uh, within the community, but I try and keep that like God brethren, like let's just focus on Jesus. So I actually was like, okay, I'm actually, I'm not getting sick of people asking me I just need to create a platform where I can teach you how to do this stuff because yeah. it is just so important and it's not as hard as people think it might be. So that's called mm-hmm. the automation girl. Um, and it is literally about automating your business, whether it be with technology, human software, however it is, because if you can just get that bit right and outsource and hire where, like you say, hire where it hurts, you will have time for Jesus you'll have time for your business. You will not drive yourself nuts with hating your business because you're doing stuff in it that you just can't stand to do. Um, So I just wanted to plug that in there that, hey, girls, I'm taking another leap in faith and I've set that up. So if you need help in that area, go and check it out, theautomationgirl.com. Cool. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, that's amazing. No, that's amazing. And I, I, I cause yeah, cause it speaks, it speaks exactly to what I was talking about. It's just, yeah, there are times in your business where if you can find a way to pay someone else to do what they do best so that you can do what you do best, you can make more money and you can see an ROI on that because you're freed up to make, to spend more time, you know, doing income producing activities or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're spending time on on what you do best, yeah. um, which kind of leads me into my fourth point, and that is as far as the monetization side. Um, I always say, do not put all your eggs in one basket, especially when it comes to if you do any type of work on the internet. There are I get so worried because I see so many content creators who put all of their eggs and all of their effort into Instagram. And that makes me so nervous because if you are so, you, not you, like specifically, but just as a generalized person, (laughs) if somebody (laughs) is so reliant on one particular stream of revenue that, let me, might I say, they don't own, that makes me nervous because who knows what could happen tomorrow with Facebook or Instagram? Do I think they're going to go away anytime soon? No, no but I like to change every single day. Right, right. And so when you are when you are putting your content and your eggs, so to speak, in a basket that someone else owns that could literally disappear tomorrow, that makes me nervous. And so it's not I am not anti Instagram. I love Instagram. I love Facebook. I love Twitter. I love those things, but I do not re- rely solely on those outlets. I put the majority of my focus on my blog and my email newsletter because at the end of the day, I own those and I don't anticipate the internet going away anytime soon. (laughs) And so, you know, but if Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook were to go away tomorrow, I would still have my blog audience. I would still have my email newsletter list and I would still have a way to connect with my readers and I would still have a way to make money. Do I make money off of Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter? Yes. But those are just branches on the, you know, overall financial tree. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, you know, I try to really diversify my income streams, everything sponsored content to advertising revenue, to affiliate linking, all that kind of stuff that really can help me bring in income from different sources so that if one month, you know, sponsored content revenue is down, then, you know, my ad revenue might be up. So I don't really see, you know, I'm not really affected month to month based on how one thing in particular is doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does totally make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then the fifth thing is I would say ultimately Is find a way that you can best connect with your people. And what I say when I, what I mean when I say that is don't try to be like everybody else. (laughs) Don't try to be like the other blogger that you see that you love. You can, you can love her and her content and, and support her, but don't try to be her. Be you and connect with the people who love you because your tribe, your community are the people that are going to cheer for you because they love you. There are, you know, thousands, if not millions of women on the internet who love to talk about fashion and beauty and hair, but there's only one you. So what perspective do you share? What perspective do you bring and how can you make it different? And, you know, that's one of the things that I have really tried to do with my blog is like, there's tons of lifestyle bloggers, but... (laughs) Yeah. you know there are not Tons there are not a lot that talk about the connection between ethical fashion and fair trade goods and human trafficking and jesus like there are not a lot of people that talk about that stuff and so that's the lens that i see things through and so that's just the the perspective i try to share and so because of that i've been able to gain you know a very loyal tribe that i feel really connected with and i i love them and you know i wouldn't be able to do what i do without them so yeah that okay. that would just kind of be my last piece of advice is really yeah
0: i guess like and uh, you know you're speaking out to those girls who have the same value as you and that's why mm-hmm. there's such a deep connection so i guess like i just i don't know if you can find and work out your values within what you believe like what you've done with that ethical you know um, sex slavery and all that like you're just and just being you with that values like you we should all treasure that more than we do I think I think you know we kind of overlook that a bit too much and I think it's a brilliant point by what you have raised with be you know be just who you are because God has given you your own set of values he's given you Mm. your own set of beliefs and that should just be guarded and gifted and utilized so much because it's yours and other people who have those same values and same beliefs will connect with you because they're like, no, actually, Molly, I don't think sex trafficking is okay. And I, I'm totally with you on that. Or, you know, I'm so glad that you found a jumper where a kid in um, China isn't being used to make it like oh, well, the chocolate that I'm eating, I don't have to yeah. feel guilty <laughs> about.
1: Right. <laughs> <body Yes>. levels. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And so I just think, yeah, as women and God's just given women, I think, overall, a real deep passion. And we're affectionate, we're passionate, we are happy to articulate that to the world too. And that's yeah. the things that need to come out in your businesses when we say you know set your vision mission values it's those values that really do set you apart you're always going to have different values in the way of you know some people might be okay with getting buying clothes from I don't know somewhere that's not so ethical (laughs) Um, but you know there are people out there who Oh, and yeah, that connection is just so important. I'm not telling everyone to go out and start an ethical blog. What I'm saying is you need to find those values of what God's given you and hold on to them tight, write them down, work them out and put them into your business because people will just resonate with that. That's awesome. Cool. Went off on a tangent again.
1: (laughs) No, no, I love it. I love it. I could talk about that stuff all day. (laughs)
0: Awesome. So let's quickly um go over those five points just to recap. So we've got don't get into it with the sense to make money. Uh, yes. So let's look beyond money <laughs> and your deep, wholehearted God reason why you're doing what you're doing and you're passionate about what you're passionate about. So um you can get through the first few years of money. We won't say being tight because God is our ever-ending resource. But yes. he's going to entrust with us what we can handle for that season as we're starting, <laughs> is how I like to see yes. it. Yes, yes, so, amen um, to that. <laughs> so as we get used to making more money and getting more customers, God's going to ease us into that so we don't make too many dumb mistakes. And you are going to need to be putting the money he does give you back into marketing. Like you can't get anywhere in your business without marketing. So. Yep. Um, if you're not bringing a wage home for the first couple of years and you're asking yourself, why am I doing this? <laughs> you have to get beyond the money so you can keep on going and keep your eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Number two was first focusing on creating really high quality content over the amount of content you put out so that um, what you are putting out, you're not putting it out just for the sake of putting out. Number two is hire where it hurts. Um, and and it, as you all know, we both agree with that. I mean, we agree with all of it, but yes, yes. yeah, <laughs> where it hurts, ladies, don't be afraid to let go of that control. <laughs> um, number four, don't put your eggs into one basket. Focus, um, focus on the stuff that you own and in your business, try and build things that you own. Um, that aren't just um, resting or relying on just Facebook or just Instagram. And then number five, find the best way to connect with your people with your true, amazing Jesus-focused values. Gosh, that was good. That's some good <laughs> points. Thanks. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, can you share with us how do you incorporate God into your business?
1: Oh man! How do I not? I think it is the question <laughs> i mean in all, in all honesty and transparency um you know, like I mentioned earlier, I did not grow up a Christian and I did not become a Christian until I was in my mid to late twenties and um God just completely wrecked and transformed my life and so i'm I'm in a position very much now where i um, i i don't attribute anything I have done to my own work I mean yes I've worked hard but it is all God 10 percent um, it is you know I, I look back and I just say like there's no way that this could have been me um, because it just doesn't make sense and and sometimes God doesn't make sense but he's not supposed to because he's God and um, so I mean for me it's just how I incorporate him to into my business obviously my my husband and I we um, you know we always put God first in our finances, so that's a big part of it you know with our um, our monthly ties and our um, you know we just we try to be as gen- generous as we can with our with our money and our time and our talents and our gifts. So that's really important to us. Um, And we also both, we both own our own businesses. And so we um, are debt free in our businesses. And that is really important to us as well as just being good stewards of our businesses and the finances that with that. And anytime a big expense does come up, we really do take time to pray about it. And is this the right direction? Is this the right you know, vision for the business. Is this the right expense? You know, should we be spending this money in this area of our business? We don't go into anything like that lightly. Um, and I think it is so important for business owners and especially, um I'm so, I very much believe in the power of prayer, of praying over your business and asking God to use your business to glorify him because that is, I mean, that's why I started my podcast is I love to talk to people about how they are using their business for a greater purpose. And, you know, whether it is, you know, whether you're a wedding photographer, whether you are a maker of some kind, whether you own a, you know, a fashion brand or a jewelry company, or whether you're an optometrist or a dentist, I mean, you can do anything and you can do anything in business and use it to serve and glorify God. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. And so, you know, praying over your business is important. And, and let me also be honest. I am not one of those, like, people who really spends, like, 15 to 30 minutes to an hour a day, like, on my knees in the, into the Lord in prayer. I have young children. <laughs> and so, you know, my day starts early, but I, I do my best to start my day by reading my Bible, and I just talk to God throughout the day. I talk to him like I would my own father you know, but I've talked to him like he's my heavenly father. And I just go, man, God, this is, I'm really struggling with this today, or I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing next, God, you know, open this door or close this door is not, if this isn't the right one. A lot of times prayer can really just look like a a continuing conversation with God throughout the day, whether it's when you're in your car or when you're at your desk or you're reading a book, you know, whatever it is that you're thinking about or, um, doing with your business, you can involve God by just talking to him and asking him to show himself and to reveal himself to you in your business. And and he will, he has proven himself faithful every single time I have done that.
0: That's awesome. I love it. I think I love the continuing prayer. Like I think it's, it is really important to have that specific prayer time with God. But it, yeah. like you say, it shouldn't just stop there. Like, right. Take him throughout your day. Be there before you do a consult, before you do a podcast like we're doing today. And I just ask God to have his way before it. And, yeah. you know, help us talk about stuff you need us to talk about or yeah. pray for a win-win to come out of this situation. God is, is not separate to business by any way, shape, mm-hmm. means or form. And the more you have him in your business, talking to him throughout the day, the more you're going to be able to hear his, his silent, he's not silent, he's quiet, his quiet voice. Yes. And his yeah. promptings and the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit's inside you. Like it's everywhere you go. And God tells us to protect what he's given to us with the Holy Spirit. So if we can yeah. have that bond with the Holy Spirit and understand what that means to have God inside of us with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is God. (laughs) Like we have access to our omega, our resources. And it's just, yeah, it's just priceless and something I believe shouldn't be kept separate. So that's cool. I love it. Thank you so much for for sharing how you incorporate God. So What's your Bible verse for this season and why?
1: Oh, for this season. Well, my life Bible verse is First Peter four ten, which says each one of you should use whatever gift you've received to be faithful stewards of God's grace in his various forms. That is sort of my life verse for sure. I, I It's in my Instagram bio. It's in like the footer of my emails. It's my license plate, everything. That is the verse I live my life by. But for this season, actually, the verse that has really just been on my heart and i mean from the beginning of the year is philippians 3 12 through 14 and i actually love 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 the message translation of these verses so that and was
0: philippians
1: philippians 3 12 through 14 in the well, message well translation. And the message translation says, I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made, but I am well on my way reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm often running and I'm not turning back. And that has just like, throughout this year been so applicable for everything (laughs) in my life about how I do not count myself an expert, but I have my eye on the goal. (laughs) God is calling me onward to Jesus and I am off and running and I am not turning back, but man, it's hard. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. So that's, that's my verse this season.
0: (laughs) I love that. It's such a humble verse. It's like, yep, I'm human. Yep. (laughs) amen to that take me as you will <laughs> and i'm gonna mess up and thank the lord for jesus <laughs> amen and um, well thank you so much for sharing all that awesome wisdom with us and um, it's just so light and refreshing um to hear your words today and we're just really grateful for you coming on the show so where can our listeners find you
1: Oh, so I am on the internet at stillbeingmolly.com, stillbeingmolly.com. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, every social network. Um, I'm at stillbeingmolly, S-T-I-L-L-B-E-I-N-G-M-O-L-L-Y. And my podcast is called Business with Purpose, and it's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and pretty much any podcasting app. And that's where I am, so yeah, I' and definitely, I love to connect with people, so be sure to send me a message um, you know, and say hi and I would I love to make new friends. <laughs> So
0: cool. And don't worry, we'll put those links on the the blog post to this podcast. So if you do want to get in touch with Molly, you'll be able to find her beautiful face on there. Um that's oh, awesome. Cool. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks heaps. And um, listeners, if if your heart's an ethical stuff, go check her blog out anyway, because it's good that we treat humans nicely, um, in all different shapes and forms, with what clothes we're wearing or yeah. amen to to that that, put into sex trafficking because that's not nice and yeah yeah, we need to make awareness of it cool all right well you're listening to the christian women in business podcast show it's been awesome to have you on the show today and if you're looking for tools um, to help you with inspiration and to keep you close to jesus check out our new shop www.cwibshop.com where we've created tools and resources to help you do just that bye for now Hey, hey! Did you hear? At conference we launched our CWIB shop. We've created lots of physical tools and resources to help you build a God-centered business. Get 15% off our entire range with the coupon code SHOPLAUNCH. All one word, all capital letters. We can't wait to empower women and their businesses all over the world with these wonderful resources. Create your God-centered business today. Offer ends 31st of March, www.cwibshop.com.